Yeah, who knew we were going to live in a world where there would be competing television versus movies about men who shrink to ant yes. sizes? Yes, or talk to fish. Never. It's a nice time to be a geek, I think. Mm. Not that, that we can actually sit here, not only get our nerd movies, but we can decide which of the nerd movies we get are the best yeah. ones. It'll implode sooner or later. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely. go back in the, the shadows at yeah. one point. And that's fine. That's fine. Because yeah. right now it's getting awfully crowded. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need to get out. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I'm your host, Elizabeth Wallace. Along with me is one of the greatest, seriously, one of the greatest geeks in the world. Hi, Leland from the Movie Issues Podcast. Yay! I'm a guest star. He is a guest. You're like our go-to guest star. You really are. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. So, Anthony could not be with us this week because he and Ashley are moving to a much nicer neighborhood. So he is he's doing the move. He will be doing the move uh, for this podcast and the next podcast because he needs the two weeks off to move a one-bedroom apartment. So that sounds fair, right? Sure. Good. <laughs> How, hey, it gets me on another podcast. Hey, there you go. That's Other than my own. Yeah, that's Because I like to hear myself talk more. I like to hear myself talk a whole lot. This is why I'm on a podcast, because I like to talk and to listen to myself. I do double duty. I'm a movie lover, but I'm also a comic book fan. I'm an all-around nerd. I was almost named Han or Luke. No shit. Seriously. My, my, her, my nerdity is hereditary. Nice. Like We had pets growing up named after token characters Aww. before... Tolkien was a thing. It's true. They like, like, your parents liked Tolkien before liking Tolkien was cool. Yeah, yeah. They would read Zeppelin. Or read Zeppelin. <laughs> they would read Zeppelin. They would put on Zeppelin and read The Hobbit. Nice. And The the Rings. So in my household, nerdity has always been a thing. Yeah, I never really had to worry when we were growing up. Our parents were pretty accepting of our weirdness. I remember when uh, Kath and I were going to start playing D&D. Our mom didn't like do the thing where it's like, oh, and the devil worshippers, yeah. and you know. She just said, just make sure it doesn't interfere with your homework. And we're like, okay. My parents were very good about the the reading of the comics. My mom was very much in the I don't care as long as you're reading. That's that is. And, true. and she was always there to tell me like what's right or wrong. And also, I was smart enough to figure out that the force isn't real. Yeah. As much as I would love it to be real, yeah. I know at the end of the day, I'm not immune. No. So. No. I we sort of figure you know. that by the time you get to the point where you figure out that the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus might not be who you think they are, I think you're well enough able to realize that maybe you won't get magic powers and be able to fly if you play D&D. Needless to say, if I was a kid growing up in the Millenniums, yeah. Millenniums, is that what they're called? The Millennials? I think so. If I was a young kid that didn't get my fucking Hogwarts letter at age 11, yeah. I'd be pissed. Yeah. Now granted, as a 36-year-old male, I'm still <laughs> pissed that I didn't get my Hogwarts it's letter fine. every year. It's fine. But... Yeah. It would have been a different situation. Yeah, no. What is it that people are talking about? They're just like, you know, I didn't get called to the Jedi school. I didn't get my like, yeah. Hogwarts. So, you know, when I'm 50, Gandalf needs to show up at my door to take me for an adventure. That's, That's fair. That's supposed to happen. Those, those, some memes are actually quite good. Yeah. And then there's others. Yeah. I want, you know, when you have to wander around on Pinterest as much as we do to try and, you know, find content for this site, you do find all the awesome ones and all the really dumb ones with spelling errors. Oh. Does that yeah. bug you? Um, I'm not a very good speller, so I, unless it's a word I specifically know how to spell, I probably don't notice oh, okay. it. I used to know the yours and you are's yeah, and yeah. theirs and theirs fine yeah. until all the memes. It's now true. I'm kind of really confused yeah. because I like 
have have I been using it wrong yeah. all this time? And then I go, wrong, no, often. I you don't see think it so. Wrong often enough. And yeah, like, it's like when people used to like misspell the and it was T E H, and now that's the way people spell it sometimes. Yeah. and I'm like, you know, awesome. I, I will admit though that the, the, the I do hate the um, and I don't like to use the hate word often because mm-hmm. um, I don't want to fill my life with hate. So I like I like strong dislike. Of course, but I hate this. Yeah, um, I hate the cat language meme. Yeah. The, like, I is cheeseburgers, and it's spelled, like, <laughs> not how things are spelled. Yeah. I'm like, wh- I'm like, are you assuming a cat wouldn't spell right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't understand. What if the cat was smart? Yeah, could be. Did you ever hear that they actually, what did they call it? I think they call it lol speak. I can't remember. Yeah, I think, like I think that's what or it's called. Or cheeseburgers. They actually have translated most of the Bible into lol speak. See, so. that is things that I don't want to know. It's <laughs> I know. It's just, it, 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 uh, yeah, internet. People. But speaking of things that we hate or don't hate or dislike or whatever, um, we just as of time of recording this morning was open season on Comic-Con tickets. So, yeah, today yeah. was this the, the dark day of Saturday of Comic-Con tickets. Yeah. Dark day to some, yeah. a light day to others, yeah. I, you know, depending on... I have not... I honestly stayed clear of the Facebook feed this morning. I didn't need that kind of toxic negativity in my soul no. the afternoon. <laughs> I did get up this morning. You know, we get we are, we are lucky enough to get press passes, but this year they actually limited our press passes, which I, I kind of think is a sign of things to come. I think they're not going to give away as many of them because there's too many people who want to pay them all the money for it, them. It is, it is true, and, and, and there is the, the ongoing problem that if San Diego is not allowed to make the convention center bigger like they have been wanting to do, that Comic-Con will pull out of San Diego, which is very disappointing on one level because we live in the San Diego area and we can go down there. But it's also disappointing on another level that it's been here for like, it's going to be 50 years in a couple years. This is where it started. Why it shouldn't stay here is beyond me. I get that they want to have a bigger venue and all for it. I believe yeah. they should have a bigger venue. Yeah. But the people, the one percenters that live in San Diego that are causing the big uproar about not being, you know, what they basically want to do is, you know, the back half of the convention center, they want to get rid of the back half, yeah. extend it over the ocean, yeah. and make another section. Right. And the one percenters that own land back there who own boats yeah. and yeah. have very expensive apartment buildings don't want that there because the construction will be loud it'll bring more people to their i don't know peace and quiet time but i don't think they're understanding that without that i would say it's probably a good two weeks of revenue that goes into the city that makes up a lot of the income for the city i actually heard a figure and i i think don't quote me on this one i'm just we're paraphrasing of course yeah. yeah I seventy five percent of the downtown revenue of San Diego comes from like the five days. I would believe that. Yeah, and if that goes, I mean, it's going to be hideous for the local economy. It is. So. It's going to hit us really hard. And you would think that the this um, Comic Con International, that by the way, is based out of La Mesa, San Diego. Yeah. Like you can spit it <laughs> and you can hit it. Yeah. Like they have been here for the forty eight years or whatever it is. That they would fight harder to keep it here, but they're—I mean—they are a business. At the end of the day, they're here to make money. They don't care that we got to see Hugh Jackman at a post. Yeah. Or a pan. They don't give a fuck. They, no. at the end of the day, it's all about the, the almighty dollar. Yeah. And if someone offers them a greener pasture yeah. for less money, I understand the business concept behind it. 
unfortunately, it does suck yes. for a lot of people. Now, if they decide to go to Los Angeles, Los Angeles has already said that they will extend and build up their convention center around them. Now, anyone who's ever been to the LA Convention Center, it is large, yeah. but it is not a thought-out floor plan. No. It is kind of an M.C. Escher fuck-up building. <laughs> like, it really is difficult it to maneuver. Sort of, it, didn't, it wasn't planned. It just kind of grew. It did. It's like there's multiple rooms underneath, multiple rooms on top, and then just one giant big room. Yeah. And it is very difficult to maneuver around that convention center. So that will be a problem. Also, their downtown area is not nearly as nice as our downtown No, it's area. a shite. It's, yeah. oh my yeah. God, it's a shithole. And they don't have enough uh, hotels. Yeah. But all the people that would use said hotels live in Los Angeles. So there is a trade-off there. Now, the other concept talk is that they'll be moving to Vegas. Ah, boy, you will have cosplayers dropping in the streets, but also someone said that won't work because casinos will not let you come in wearing a mask. Oh, really? That's a huge security risk on their point. Yeah, because what would you do if you were going to rob a casino? You'd probably show up in a mask. Yeah, maybe not a stormtrooper mask, but yeah, nevertheless a mask. You never could can't tell so the, yeah. the, there's a movie in itself oceans 14 uh, yeah, comic-con, Comic-Con. Yeah. I, I do i i just don't think vegas is a good idea because i don't think people are going to want to travel to vegas in the middle of july it's true it's 115 today yeah. i don't want to go in the middle of the summer and then you add people in latex cosplayer oh, outfits God. and we'll have people dropping all the over the wool place, you know? on or oh my, oh my those God. poor steampunkers are just like and then automatically in the convention center we've told it before and it's mean to harp on it but seriously the smell coming off of some people in San Diego's oh, yeah, nice yeah, yeah. 75 degree weather. Let's just up that up to 98. I mean, you've been to Vegas. Yes, I have. Have you ever been to Circus Circus? No. Okay, well, one, you don't need to ever go to Circus okay. Circus. You to, are fine. I've been to Excalibur and there were enough regrets around there for me. So, you know, yeah. uh, Circus Circus is slightly down between yeah. the Excalibur, but I would add a gun to my head. Yes. I would rather stay in the medieval times. Oh, um, yes, yes. But. We stayed at Circus Circus once because it was it's cheap fifty bucks a night. Oh yeah, it is cheap. That was for four people, not fifty bucks wow. per person. Wow, fifty bucks for the room. That would almost be worth it. Right, and you're not in the room except for sleeping. Yeah. So it's not like you get it. Anyway, this sorry this 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 is already going on too Tangents long. Tangents are awesome, um, but. I remember when we parked and we got out of the car, the smell around Circus Circus was so bad because they have their amusement park which doubles as a water park so yeah. all the recycled water smells bad in the you know burning of the midday sun yeah. it, it was like oh who farted oh circus circus farted <laughs> and it was just like all of vegas has this cloud yeah. from circus circus i don't want that in my comic book convention i really don't and it's already there yeah. like some years are better than others last year i thought was a great the weather was perfect. I the the weather last year was slightly hotter than it needed to be for uh, July and San Diego wise. Because yeah. honestly, our summers really don't kick in until September. True. But like some years you'll run in on preview night on Wednesday and the smell is already there. And you have to wonder, is it fresh or is it still lingering from the year before? Oh, uh, yeah. Anybody's guess. No, you know, I think it's probably... Yeah. Fr- I've had to go down by the convention center for various reasons and it's not usually that bad the no. rest of the year. So, uh, but. but the tickets did go on sale today and uh, I, like I said, I, I stayed clear of the Facebook page. I saw some good news. I saw some bad news. I did read one real snarky comment from... Um, I'm going to call him out. Nuke the fridge. Okay. I'm going to call it out because sure. I felt this comment was really rude. Yeah. They basically were like saying, I see a lot of, I'm paraphrasing, it was like, I see a lot of people complaining about not getting tickets. 
Well, we've asked several times online who wants to write for us. You only have to blame yourself because we got tickets for real easy. Oh, wow. And I was just like, okay, I, is that a backhanded compliment? I'm, I'm not no. sure what they were trying to say with that statement. I guess they want writers, but let me tell you something. So I was I was saying about the press passes, and we have got you know lots of people who would like to get press passes. They've limited our amount. I will say for the record that Andrew, who you know from this podcast, is the one who gets us our press passes, and he went without a ticket this year so that somebody else at PG could have one. So thank you, Andrew. So yeah. I got on to... I actually got on, even though I have my own ticket, but I got on there today to try and get one for him, and it didn't happen. And if you're not familiar, you know, you log in, and they put you in a waiting room, and then they pull people out of that waiting room at random to buy your tickets. It's at random? It's not in order? It's not in order, because I think... Why wouldn't it just be in order? I think what happened was they were overloading the system, because... Everybody's got their finger like hovering over the keyboard at the moment of login. Right, as you should. And also, you know, it's kind of not fair because some people would be there very, very early, but because of system problems and overloading the system and server capacities and everything, they couldn't get in. Well, I know that one year uh, that I tried to purchase an actual ticket, which has been a while since I've had to do that, but... When I did it the last time, the link I was given did not work. Like, yeah. the link took me to a blank page. Now, they... That was... That, yeah. To me, that's a big oops. That is. And yeah. also, this morning, apparently there were a lot of people trying to get in. They were overloading the Comic-Con site. They sent an email with your registration code I that got sent that you. email. And that, yeah. that actually worked really well. I did, yeah. you know, I did use that. I went straight in there. But this way, it's not... You know, if there's server problems, you're not at a disadvantage of over anybody else everybody is it's very equal um but unfortunately if you got a ticket you think the system is lovely if you didn't get a ticket you think the system sucks yeah but i i i don't know i'm a little uh, blase about it because i have a press pass but i tried to get one and i didn't get one but i still kind of thought that with so many hundreds of thousands of people i would say how many tickets do they sell? 200,000? Well, they always say there's 150,000 people down there. Yeah. But not everybody goes the same days. No, but I would think with all the tickets that they sell, I think they could double that amount of tickets, and you still wouldn't get close to the number of people who really want to go. Well, so yeah. it's it's just going to... You're going to have some unhappy people, and you just have to keep trying. Well, there is, the, the, there is, there is a positive side to it. Yeah. Yes, you may not have gotten a ticket to go to Comic-Con, but yeah. if you leave live in the Southern California area, you can still come down for yeah. the day and enjoy the outside free festivities of Comic-Con. Yeah. I'll be honest, I've actually begun spending, I'll be honest, I've actually started spending more time outside the convention center in the last few years doing the free shit than doing the stuff inside yeah. because it's getting so much bigger. Yes. I mean, they're closing down streets. Yep. They are incorporating, they're making the restaurants themed versions. Mm-hmm. All the waiters and waitresses are wearing costumes. Yep. They really make a show of it for the city. So you can almost take a train down or, you know, take the trolley in, however you want to do it. Yeah. Get down there and enjoy an afternoon of just free fun without having to do all the I paid $200 for this and that and you can still see all the costumes and Honestly, that is just as much of a fun-free day than not going. And you need to, you guys should really check out, if you haven't seen it already, last year we posted a photo gallery after Comic-Con. It's one of my co-workers at my day job. His name is Alex Dehekashan, and uh, he's definitely a shutterbug. He and I have gone on trips just to go take pictures of things. And he went downtown and 
made a gallery using Hipstamatic, and we ended up posting, it was about 50 pictures of cosplayers and events and everything. He never set foot inside of the convention center. Yeah. And these, I mean, it's just, it's so fun and all the people and all the like, they put freestanding structures. You had the Simpsons thing going on last year. They had the Godzilla thing going on. The Godzilla, I mean, they built Gotham City and oh, you could, yeah. um, zipline. Zipline. I was, yeah. I was like, you can repel. No, no, no that's not, not the no, term. No. <laughs> I mean, you could zipline. They had the Godzilla thing. What was it? Um, Anthony did the, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yes, um, what do you call that thing when you run Obstacle across? Obstacle course. Yeah, no, but what's um? I know he was on a wall at one point. Oh, it's, not it's fall a term. Off of. I'm, I'm, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I yeah. want to say planking, but that's not it. Yeah. Parkour. Parkour. Yeah, I was like, it starts with a P. <laughs> yeah, like they had a parkour thing, and all this was free. Yeah. Granted, you wait for it. That's fine. But fine. it's free yeah. fun. Yeah. They built South Park one year, like. South Park, yeah. the city, freestanding <laughs> fucking South Park. And they had character. I mean, there are things to do for free. Yes, it sucks that if you didn't get a ticket, you can't wait in line for 24 hours to see that celebrity thing that will be online literally yeah. five seconds after the panel Which is I'll over. Which I'll tell you, I haven't set foot in Hall H in probably... It's been years. Yeah, it's been at least like seven or eight years. I, last year enjoyed going over to the um, the Omni Hotel, which is located right across the street from the convention center. Yeah. I sat in the replay room yeah. for six hours. Yeah. And they they were re- were replaying the Hall H and Ballroom 20 panels. And the only thing An they don't hour show. after they, they did yeah. the, the they don't show the clips. Right. And they don't show the trailers. Yeah. But all that will be online. Yes. Either the studios released it or yeah. someone videotaped it when they were told not to. Yes. It's how the world works. Yes. Honestly, I felt better. I had a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I was by myself. Mm-hmm. The air conditioning was on. Yes. And I got to sat there and spread out because I'm a tall dude, so I didn't have to like get scrunched in the thing. Yeah. And I saw like six or seven panels that I never would have gotten to see. Yep. Yep. And that's that's a free thing. You don't you don't have to have a badge to get it. Oh, uh, I, I think you have to have a badge, okay. but they don't. It's not like the, they don't kick you out. Not that they kick you out of any room, yeah. but. It was so much nicer yes. because I didn't got a de- I didn't have to sleep outside for forty eight hours to see Channing Tatum or something. I know the villainous Lair folk like to do that, but I've, oh, I we, that. I've talked I'm too about old. we talked about it last yeah. year. I don't want to I want to sleep in my own bed. I'm, I'm really too did. old. Yeah. I did it when I was in my twenties. It was fine. Yeah. Now that I'm in my thirties, fuck that. My back hurts. Yeah. I'm old. I, I want to go home. I want my shower. And if you want, <laughs> uh, no. I miss my dog. I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do no. that. No, no. Now, if you want some kind of like grown up, not when I say grown up fun and I mean there's drinking there's lots of drinking you yeah. know, that's grown up fun but also uh, my friend Jade and I and several of our friends the San Diego Symphony has their outdoor concert they were showing the first rebooted Star Trek movie with the symphony the Pops Orchestra and a full choral group up on the stage playing all the music of the movie while the movie is playing you see that's neat yeah. it was so incredible it was glorious you don't have to like be into classical music to like that you forget that there's actual instrumentalists up on stage playing this as it happens it was wonderful now I know I believe if my memory serves me correct you and Anthony went and watched Firefly at the uh, we didn't watch it we did go there though now you do have to have a did you have to have a badge for you that did. now you, okay. don't, you don't have to have a badge for the symphony thing so that's okay. open for everybody but the badge it was at what is it nerd headquarters right. Petco it was, Park yeah 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 and what 
you could kind of see it from where we were, but there were special tickets that you could buy to get on the field where they were playing Firefly on the field. Okay, that's right. I mean, I know that there are things you can purchase without having to have a badge. Yes. There are extra th- like between the Nerdist, uh, Nerd HQ, Zachary Levi's company, uh, Aisha Tyler, and Will Wheaton have their bullshit going on down there. Yes. There's a lot of several podcasters and celebrities that are actively trying to make things for people that cannot get into the con. Because you know what? It's it's getting they're going to get their revenue somehow yes. because yes, you might get into this for free, but you're going to pay like 18 bucks for the drink, you yeah. know, or whatever. I would They'll like it money. if if maybe if if Comic-Con feels they need to leave, uh maybe stay Comic-Con stay in San Diego and just have like movie con, yeah. have that somewhere else because a lot of the regular non-comic book folk they're there for the movie and video game stuff they're not necessarily for the comics maybe split them in two we might have to I mean we've been going to Comic Fest for the past couple years that's kind of what they're trying to do mind you Comic Fest is tiny it's itty bitty but it is really more focused around the comic books. That's why I like WonderCon. It's like a light version of Comic-Con where I can uh, put out my arms in the aisle. Exactly. You can walk. It's yeah. great. You know? I love WonderCon. Honestly, if, if you got into my head, if you were to tell me I can only go to one, I'd probably pick WonderCon. See, that's the thing. I'm real excited because Catherine, who you'll know from the Night Vale recaps and from her book reviews on site, she will be in town and she will be going to Comic-Con with me and that'll be awesome. But I think in the future, when I want to get her and her husband out to visit me, maybe we'll I'll get them to come out during WonderCon time. Uh, yeah, WonderCon's, I think, fun. I think it's, it is. It is. I mean, all of it's an experience. But mm-hmm. Anyway, enough about Comic-Con. We just wanted to say, you know, if you got a ticket, congratulations. If you didn't get a ticket, there's still some cool stuff to do. And yeah, don't do. focus on the negative. Try to think of there is positive things to do at Comic-Con without being actually able to go onto the floor. And, and everything's online. Yes. So you can always be at home in your underwear yes. and watch it later. That's like, awesome. you don't. Yes, I get it. You weren't there in the room and the synergy didn't get you, but it's okay. It's all right. You didn't get stabbed in the eye by a pencil. So there is that as well. Which it can actually happen. So yeah. Yes. You know, yeah, Over Harry Potter. Yes. It's, you know, yes. As it should be. Nerd rage. Oh, God. Uh, Speaking of nerd rage. <laughs> hey, uh, Momoa. We got the first pictures of Momoa's uh, new costume. So you're not a fan. J- uh, Jason Momoa, right? Yeah, Jason Momoa. Carl uh, Drogo? Yeah. yeah from- he, that, my, it's... Anyone who's ever listened to the Movie Issues podcast knows that I am not the biggest Zack Snyder fan. I find him, he's fine. I don't hate him or dislike him. He's right. not on my enemy list, which is very short. Right, right. Um, now, David Goyer is on my enemy <laughs> list, who is the writer of most of Zack Snyder's work. So right. that is, he is on my top five yes, list. Yes, uh, the, the The showing of Aquaman was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Mm. More Dothraki, less Aquaman, and and, and I'm glad that they lived up to exactly what I was afraid was going to happen, and it was just one more showing of how Warner Brothers and DC are so disconnected from what they need to do to make the fans happy right. that they just don't fuck all give. And that's what I think was the reason why I didn't immediately flip the table when I saw it. I didn't flip a table because at this point, I just don't care you, anymore. You're, you're, I'm so, your bar is so I, low yeah. at this point. I, I'm, yeah. I'm even... The bar is lower than what it was for Transformers 2. And I think God. the bar was... Incredibly, it, low the bar was on China. That's yeah. how low that bar was. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I ever since I heard that they had Momoa in for it, I was always, you know, I'm thinking in my head of all the incarnations of Aquaman, and what do I think of first? He's blonde. Every mm-hmm. incarnation. So I'm like, well, I don't see how he's going to look with blonde hair. And someone said, well, he's probably not going to be blonde. And, and like, guess what? 
not blonde. He's not blonde. <laughs> he has highlights. He does have highlights, and he looks almost, what is it, goth, maybe? It uh, looks a little goth? He, it, Industrial? Um, I never watched it, but uh, apparently he, one of uh, Momoa's um, uh, uh, shows was he was on the Stargate Atlantis. Oh, I never And he saw played that. an Atlantean, I believe. Oh. And this is another example of Warner Brothers and CW, or not, uh, uh, DC. Yeah. Because CW is doing everything correct. Yeah. Uh, but it is just another example of stupidity that someone, an executive, probably saw an episode of yes. Stargate and said, oh, well, he played an Atlantean there. He can do it again. Yeah. yeah. Without reading an Aquaman comic. Now, I am pro Aquaman. I'm one of the few people that has always felt Aquaman is a badass. Right. I loved him in the Super Friends. I love I've read every incarnation of his book since like probably the nineties and early eighties. Nice. I am I am pro I'm like, give it to me all. all of it, I, all I of love it. Aquaman. Him yeah. riding um, uh, whatever the fuck that seahorse's name yeah, or that, the, the Togo or Tubu or whatever. I'm in. I, I have always been a big fan of the Seven Kingdom Seas. Uh, Momo would not have been on my short list, nor yeah. would he have been on my top 20. And that's that's why it didn't bother me because I... Now, I'm not an Aquaman hater. I'm going to say all the people who love to hate on Aquaman. I'm like, well, that's just mean. But I've never really followed him. I just know him from the pictures and what I've seen yeah. here and there. And I did not care one way or the other. So I saw the Momoa picture. I knew that it wasn't Aquaman, but since I didn't care, I'm like, well, it's a pretty picture. And that's fair. I'm a, he looked like a badass. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right. But that to me is just, it was like, oh, well, it was a few months ago uh, while they were filming in, I believe they were in Michigan. Uh-huh. I think they were in Detroit filming, if I believe the story correctly was that two radio guys were going off about Aquaman and Zack Snyder called in because he heard them mm-hmm. and he was going on and on about how cool Aquaman was. You know, he could, he breathes in the water, he's got super strength and he goes, oh, he has a trident that can cut Superman and I was like, okay, uh, I guess if the trident has been embodied with magic abilities, then sure. But well, to open... have actually seen that before. Though, right, right, I mean, I'm sure it's happened in some book and he has a point because Superman has a um, weakness for magic weakness for magic and Aquaman is a magic based character like if anyone doesn't know that read a fucking book because it's true Um, but the problem was is everything he was saying was just like yeah you don't understand Aquaman you're just saying really cool um uh, what are the uh, like uh, words? Sound, you, sound bite words. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So to see Momoa dressed up like a Dothraki with tattoos, one where the tattoos coming from, and then the sea. Mm-hmm. Um, how many seashells is he weightlifting? Yes. He should be skinny and felt like a swimmer, a swimmer not exactly. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. And I just. I think Jason Momoa is a fine actor mm-hmm. for what he does. Yes. I don't think he's great. I don't think he's bad. He's Conan. Sure, yes, knock yeah. yourself out. <laughs> You're you're the James Bond henchman. Okay, yes. Um, you're Dave Batista, but Dave Batista is better. Yeah. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Like yeah. at least Batista took the time to do things. Right. You know, uh, it doesn't work for me. Right. Uh, now I can't judge it. I could watch the movie and be very much impressed. I could be I like, oh, you know so. what? He handled the character better than the look. Yes. Which is how I'm kind of hoping. Affleck handles. I was just going to the say, character better than look. Right. Now, Grant, he would not have been my first choice, no. but not for the reasons that people think. Yeah. I'm not an Affleck hater. I think he's fine. Yeah. I think he's too damn old for the role. Yes. There's because that. I don't want a grizzled Batman right. 
Because you can't set up Grizzled Batman without setting up Batman. So this is, we basically have, this is the second time that DC and Warner Brothers have gone into a movie and picked an actor and had the internet collectively kind of hate on him mm-hmm. and have them, you know, say, no, 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 you have to give him a chance. I'm like, I get that. I get that, you know, the actor can surprise you and everything. But sure. did we ever have this kind of reaction to any of the Marvel movies when they said, you know... Robert Downey Jr. is going to be Iron Man, and Scarlett Johansson is going to be Black Widow, and yeah, Samuel Jackson is going to be Nick Fury. I don't nobody know. Ever, yeah. Nobody ever hated on that. I, also, I think because once Iron Man came out, there was a quality behind yeah. that product yes. that you knew you were getting a good product. Whether you like certain other movies or not, like I know some people who do not like Iron Man 2 or Iron Man 3, you know, stuff like that. Um, You know, that's personal choice. Mm -hmm. But you cannot say that the product they're making is not successful. But I don't think we knew that at Iron Iron no, Man. No, this was it, yeah. 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 Iron and, Man comes out and we're all like, oh, so impressed. Then what was the next one after that? Thor or Captain America? Hulk was the next month, actually. Oh, that's yeah. not a good a example. A lot of people don't remember. Hulk came out like a month after Iron I, Man. Aren't, aren't people trying to forget that the Hulk movies are it, really kind of... Um, that Hulk continuity is kind of askew. Mm-hmm. You just go with it and just go, you know what? It happened. Okay. Look, there was a Hulk movie, and you can watch it and enjoy it if you so choose to. But enjoy him in the Avengers thus far. Forget forget that the Hulk movie was next. What was the movie that came after that one? Iron Man 2. Really? So they didn't even have the Thor movies and anything else? Thor and Iron Man 2 really came out within months of each other. Because at the end of Iron Man 2 is um, when he goes the hammer. Yeah, Because it was Thor and then Cap and then, you know, stuff like that. I'll be darned. So it took us a while to realize that not only were they making good movies, but they were making consistently good movies. Yeah, Yeah. and and that's the problem is hate it or love it, Man of Steel was not necessarily, I think, the best jumping off point. Right. Um, mostly because of David Goyer's terrible writing of Superman where he turned him into a monster. But that's just my own personal issues. Me, I'm not going to hark no, on that No, for here. me, it's a, what Catherine had mentioned, wretched excess. I mean, the whole battle scene in the end, I'm like, yeah, fine, okay, you're throwing him against buildings and you're doing the thing where you throw him and he catches himself with his feet and leaves a trail like 80 feet down yeah. the road. You've done that like a million times already. It, Knock it off. It was there. It didn't bug me as much as other things. Honestly, the thing that bugged me the most out of the movie is that the, the writing of Paul Kent, that really hurt me deep. Uh, Superman's my boy. Yeah. Like, I love Batman. I really do. Yeah. But I love Batman because I love his villains. Right. Batman, I can take or leave. But I love the villains. Right. But Superman was... My dad read me Superman. That was who he read as a boy. So Superman is a big deal in my house. Yeah. So to watch them take Superman and turn him... Not necessarily... I'm not going to use the term darker because I hate that term. Yeah. But, like, they made him more edgy. But for what purpose did it serve? I'm not one of those people that, um, oh, how do you fight someone that does everything? Yeah. Well, then you get a better writer. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, it doesn't... That, no. And that is just my opinion. I'm not saying I'm mm-hmm. correct. I'm just validating myself as how I watched it, thinking you had... Paul can't kind of be a dick. Yeah. Which we're to believe that Superman grew up to be the man that we all inspired because of the raising of Ma and Pa Kent. Right. But we didn't get to see any great raising of Ma and Pa Kent. We right. saw Pa Kent kind of be a dick. Yeah. And then was like, oh, let him kill me. I think you could have gotten him fine, 
I think so too. You also you know? could have got another dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, you can't kill a dog in a movie. The audience would hate you. That just won't happen. But, I, I'm not I, disagree with that okay. either. But. but with that in mind, though, okay. So what is? Have you been reading? I know we both love the uh, Capullo's Batman. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. what about the new Fifty Two Superman incarnation? I hate it. It's it's been because awful. it's not true to the character. It's, it's it, I don't. They, they're again. They've been trying to use. Let me use the term again. Edgy. Mm-hmm. Like the. It, Superman's kind of been a super dick. Yeah. Like he's kind of mean. He's sarcastic. He's not doing the things that I think Superman would do. Yeah. At least the Superman that I grew up with. Yeah. Um, it is frustrating that it, I, I've because if people who don't know who I am, I'm you know movie issues podcast. Yes. Um, but I work in a comic book shop, so I have these conversations. <laughs> All the time. Day in and day out, I, yes. I talk about Superman. But this, this is why we have you as a guest on the show, because we know you'll be able to hold your own. And, and, and the things that I... And I said to someone the other day, because we were talking about the new 52, because we're about to get the the new 52, new 52, yeah. I, the, this convergence. convergence. Yeah. And then, you know, with the announcement that Secret War is going to 52 the Marvel Universe. Right. So I thought, I said, okay... I have been alive for about 30 some odd years now. I have lived through Crisis, Crisis 2, yeah. Secret War, now the second Secret War. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the uh, second, second official because there was a Secret War 2 already. There was. And then 52 and the Convergence. Uh, basically, if you combine all that, for one person to have to live through at least three to four major universe con- continuity changes mm. when the generation before me had one yeah they had crisis yeah it's true one well that's what we've I've gotten had so four. used to it. we've gotten that is so blasé about 30 it, years i've had four resurgences no guys get your shit together but you're writing funny books at the end of the day yeah. these people are not in existence no. they don't real no stop it <laughs> it's like it's like I love Jeff Johns I mean he's a good writer I mean he's some of his newer stuff I'm not in love with as I used to be but you know he took over Superman it's okay Mm -hmm. Um, I think Zack it's not Zack Snyder Uh, Scott Snyder Scott Snyder I think Scott Snyder has been a fresh a breath air into the DC universe. Mm-hmm. I think his Swamp Thing was excellent. Was it, was he doing Swamp Thing or Animal Man? I thought I thought no. it was Animal Man, but I'm I think it was, wrong. Yeah. Whichever one of those he's was doing mm-hmm. was great. Nice. Um, I enjoy his I Vampire. No, that's not his. Fam- American Vampire. Oh, okay. I love American I was about Vampire. Say, I, was about, I was about ready to have issues with you because I read I Vampire. Oh, it was awful. Like, it was awful. Yeah. No, no, no. I Vampire was shit. it was okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, American Vampire is awesome. They're real vampires. They drink blood. They don't fucking sparkle. It's great. Okay. Um, Scott Snyder. I, I enjoy his... Scott Snyder again. Uh, oh, once again. I think he's great. His Batman run... It's had some ups and downs, but mostly ups. Yeah. Um, I have not been disappointed. Uh, Capullo's work is... That's what I was going to... I was just going to work on... That's another one where it's not just good, it's consistently good. I read it the most always good. recent yes. issue that we both read. Uh, like number 38. 38, right, four yeah. Four in the Endgame series. And I wanted to ask you about that. We've got... So, we've talked about it on the podcast before, but Joker is being said that he's immortal. There is something mm-hmm. in his blood. There's pictures of him. Um, Pennywise 2 or Penny 2 or whatever yeah. it is that Batman's calling her now she was saying you know look I'm, I'm seeing him in all of these photographs 
sure they could be doctored, but if they're doctored, it's been the best doctoring job that I've ever seen. And yeah. I'm like, but that is still likely though, right? That somebody is like, who knows? It's the Batman universe. Somebody probably has this amazing technology to make photographs that would fool the experts. It's, it's possible. Uh, put a pin in the Joker for a sure. moment. Um, I only read the Batman, right? Uh, and Detective, depending on who's writing or right. drawing it for the month. Uh, when mm-hmm. did the Alfred have a daughter? I, I missed that. I did too. Completely. I did too. Well, this is we've talked about it in this podcast before. We're very Marvel heavy on this podcast, so I only recently started reading some of the Batman stuff right. again. I had read Death of the Family, which was decent. Was I enjoyed good, it. Yeah. yeah, but that I kind of stopped after that got done, and then I've picked up again with now Damian Wayne is flying. And oh, he has superpowers. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then oh, what's the Batman book where Batman's been infected and he's turning into a bat? JLA. Okay, all right. I believe that's the Justice League. I've read a couple of those, but Batman's been the one I've been most consistently, but uh, most of the time, when I have to pick up these books, I end up going to Anthony and I say the same thing. When did Pennywise have a daughter? I just... I I don't know. Pennyworth. Pennyworth, sorry. (laughs) Pennywise is the killer clown. Oh, thank you. I was wondering for a minute. I'm like, where the hell did I get Pennywise? (laughs) I think it's Pennyworth, right? Albert Pennyworth. (laughs) Was was Pennywise, was that from It? Yes, Stephen King's It. Yeah, the movie that could never be as terrifying as the book. Sorry, movie lovers, but yeah, the book's way scarier. But um, yeah, so Joker is immortal, but there's a virus out there. There's something in his blood that keeps him alive. And then there's a virus out there that is apparently the inverse of whatever he has, and that's the one that's making people crazy and will kill them. Yes, is that where we are now? Yeah, it, 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 he's perfected his Joker venom to a point where it's no longer curable. And it's it wasn't him; it was another doctor who created it. Yeah, he had help from another ancillary character that. It's not important. Okay. Well, he's it's, dead it's, now, yeah, I was about to say, he stabbed matter. himself in the neck with the, some Joker venom yeah, that so it's like zombified him. I mean, look, Batman will save the day. That's just yeah. how these all go. So um, are they, are they, what is it, how does it infect you? Do they bite you when you get infected? Or they, I believe it was airborne. Oh, I, I think it turned, it, it, it's mutating. Oh. Like, I, I believe it started with touch and then it went to mutate, if I remember correctly. Right. Um, it's a lot of heavy re- reading. Yeah, who was, who was the kid? Uh, the issue started out with him flying in his little bat glider with Not some kid. Not a clue kid. who that okay. kid was. Right. I, that, that's another one of those things that I'm assuming is from another bat book I'm not reading. Yeah, that that's always, for always and forever. The fact that I don't buy all the books and read well, all the books. And, it but, sucks because... It, I have found with the DC books, they only remember they have a continuity when they need it to. Also Other true. than that, the continuity is very... It's its willy-nilly. Like, for example, um, I work in the comic book shop House of Secrets, Burbank, California, which is in Los Angeles. Which I have never been to yet. It's so a great store. I need to go um, up there when you're there. Now, DC Comics, which of course, as you remember, moved from New York to LA uh, they moved to Burbank they're down the street so uh, they had their big DC uh, what you call it um, all the writers and artists come down and uh, talk about a conference they had like oh, a thank you. whatever they call it for the weekend sure. so all the DC people were in the town for the weekend for this what we're going to do for the next year kind of talk sure and uh, well uh, Amanda Connor and Jimmy Pabiani came into the store on my shift because they have heard good things about the store. So they came in and they were they were 
the two nicest people ever in comic books. Good. I mean, I've met Amanda Connor a couple times at Comic Cons. I've had her sign some stuff and shook her hand. She's a great chick. For and, any of our re- uh, listeners who don't know who she is, what is uh, she? She 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 she's an artist that did uh, Power Girl. She drew she drew the pro from Garth Ennis as the pro way nice. back in the day. She's nice. a very cartoony style that is awesome. Right now, she is currently writing with her husband Jimmy, uh, the Harley Quinn. Oh, so she's okay. the Harley Quinn writer. Nice. And they were signing Harley Quinn books for us in the store, which I thought was very nice because we didn't ask them to. They just they were like, hey, we'll sign some shit. I was oh, like, right good on. Good for them. So they were signing. We were talking. And they asked me if I was a Harley Quinn fan. I said, I am. And she says, well, what, how are you feeling about the book? I said, I find the book to be fine. I said, I enjoy what you're doing with the character because your Harley Quinn makes sense to me. Right. Where I'm, I'm getting to a point here. Right. Where... Unlike some other characters in the DC Universe, you read one book and the inconsistencies of the characterization by writer is a completely different Harley. Right. And they both agreed. Like, they were la- we were all laughing because she goes, yeah. She goes, what, she goes, what was the worst one? I said, well, it is weird to read the Harley Quinn book and have her be, you know, the, the murderer with a heart of gold, which is, as she said it, is her goal. Yeah. That's how she writes her. Right. The murderer, crazy murderer with a heart of gold. But then you write, you, excuse me, you read uh, New Suicide Squad, which she's going to be out of that book anyway, anytime yeah. now. But you read that and it's, she's not a, she's not like a, a murderer with a heart of gold. She's it's, a it's, psychopath. It's a different she? character altogether. Yeah. And the biggest complaint I had with this characterization was the Wonder Woman where you've got Jeff Johns writing Wonder Woman and Justice League and she is very much a Klingon very much like ah today is a good day to die and she's running out and killing without even thought process and then you read um, Azarello and Cliff Chang's version of Wonder Woman where She's not that character at all. She's, she's human being. She's human and amazing because yeah. that book is awesome. Now, who and is she's in a bar drinking a beer, watching Seriously. her favorite band. And you're like, oh, okay, that's the Wonder Woman I would rather watch. Right. Go have a beer, go kill Medusa, and then go back to having a beer. Who was doing the artwork on that when that title first started? Because I was reading it. Up the Wonder there. Woman? Yeah. It was Cliff Chang. Cliff Chang. Who is I love that. Yeah, his art is amazing. But he's, yeah. he's not in it right now. No, he? no. The, uh, Azarello and Cliff Chain, they, they did their... I don't remember how many issues they did. I want to say they did 30. I think. Uh, something yeah. like that. But they, they both left. Yeah. It is now David Finch is drawing and his wife is writing. I don't remember her name right now. So mm. we'll call her The Lady Finch. Nice. Uh, it is not awful, but it is not the same. Okay. Because I, I loved it for the beginning, but then it, it started to lose me a bit. I do have the most recent issue, but I have not read it yet. They introduced Donna Troy. That was the most intriguing thing that oh, they sure. did. So they finally They have. finally brought in Donna Troy oh, yeah. and they... They, they, they did, uh, you know, like a mix-up of her origins. Yeah. Um, but back to the Joker. Yes. That's big tangent. I apologize to you and your this listeners. This is what this uh, podcast is for. But I am all for the Joker being an immortal. Okay. I actually didn't hate it. And here's why. Because it gives him something. Yeah. He hasn't had much for a while, other than just being crazy psychopath. Yeah. Now, why is he crazy? Oh, because he's lived so long right. and seen it and done it all that he's bored it, that perhaps yeah. that's why he's crazy and Batman is the only thing that gives him that boner for life that he requires now because yeah. he's lived such a goddamn long time well it also makes a lot of sense I've said it before that you've got you know Batman who always has some reason for not killing the Joker mm-hmm. I'm not saying that killing should be the ultimate solution but it's the Joker he's killed a lot of people and maybe we should take the ultimate solution if he's immortal and also 
immortal and invincible, there's a kind of a difference. You, yeah. know, you could you could live they, forever. They, they and really didn't kill specify which one at but this he point. He seems to be because he's definitely Jim Gordon in the previous issue shot him and he got up from it. And I always thought see that was one of those weird moments where it's like I don't is it a hallucination? I to me it wasn't clear. Yeah. yeah. But that okay. That's but that a good, could just be question. my interpretation. If he's immortal and invincible, like he lives forever and he's almost mm-hmm. impossible to kill, it would make a lot more sense than the idea that Batman has never just decided to kill him and yeah. been very bad at doing it. You know, I would see that in some point in Batman's long history, there have probably been several times when he's really made a legitimate effort to kill the Joker, tried it and it didn't work, and then he thought better of it. But it would. It didn't work because he did it badly. It didn't work because Joker's immortal and invincible. It's possible. I mean, either one of them I don't dislike. Yeah. If they decide not to do it, sure. Yeah. If they do, if they want to continue it, why not? Okay. Because okay. through convergence, I'm sure it's not going to matter anymore. No, that's uh, true, too. Everything <laughs> at this point is completely up in the air with convergence and with Secret Wars. Uh, but uh, yeah. but I, I, I do think... I, but I, I like the idea that... I have always enjoyed the idea that the that the Joker has always known as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He just doesn't care. No, because and it doesn't make he keeps I the secret that. because it's like it's like when you went to see The Sixth Sense and then nobody gave away the ending mm-hmm. for like so long. Everybody's participating in keeping the secret because it's fun. Yeah. That's what Joker's doing it. He's like, Oh, it's fun that you have a secret identity. I'll help. Yeah, and or the fact that the Joker is probably I'm the only one that knows it. Oh yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like he's it's mine. I know it. No one else needs to know it. Also, it like protects Batman because if anybody ever does kill the Batman, it's going to be the Joker. He's yeah. not going to let anybody. I else mean, there are it. other villains that know his secret identity. I mean, there's. I think Two Face knows his, his secret identity right now, but Two Face doesn't care. Uh, depending on which continuity you go with, I think the Riddler might know. Possibly. He knew at the end of Hush, but Hush is up in the air if it's still in continuity at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's true, too. Because at the end of continuity, or the end of Hush, Catwoman knew Bratman was Bruce Wayne. So yeah, you never know. And new, she doesn't know now. Yeah, but yeah, New 52 came along and then everything was kind of it, like, it's, yeah. as I, just, I mean, I, I said it already in the podcast, but it's it, they have continuity issues. They pick and choose which ones matter. Yeah. I'm not going to hark on that anymore. But I have been enjoying this current Joker arc. The, it, it is... The scariest the Joker has been in a long time. Uh, a death of a family, that whole opening scene when the Joker talks about sleeping under Jim Gordon's bed for weeks watching him, and he never knew he was there. Yeah. That is the stuff of nightmares. Yeah, like, I exactly. was like, what? You have and to make- Scott Snyder is fucked up genius yes, to come up yes. with something so awful. You have to do something else other than he kills people, you mm-hmm. know, because any villain out there can kill people, but the Joker can just creep you the hell out and get inside your brain. As he should. Yes. And and I think only so few writers have been able to capture that particular brand of insanity. I think right. Snyder's captured it. I love when Paul Dini wrote the Joker. Yeah. Um, he didn't write the Joker as so... Uh, dark, but it was funny dark. Like he got the dark humor. Yeah. One of the best Dini Joker stories ever was. I don't know if you ever read it. Where it's it's a Robin story right. where uh, the Joker kidnaps Robin and, and is in a car for Christmas, driving him around the city, Never. randomly shooting people. No. And Robin is tied up with a um, with a Christmas ornament in his mouth, oh, not being wow. able to talk. Yeah. And all it is is Robin's monologue about how he can't 
stop the Joker. Right. And the Joker's monologuing the whole time about how, how the holiday season just brings the worst out of him. Oh. And it is genius. Yeah. Or I think uh, Rucka and Vaughn had a great, the Gotham Central, yep. where the Joker was just taken... Uh, being just assassinating random people around the city. Yeah. It's good stories like that. It isn't, oh, the Joker's got a giant piano. Yeah. yeah Ooh, no. crazy. You yeah, know. it's not crazy isn't good, but crazy intelligence is wonderful. Yeah, because he good. is the Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Like he is, he is four steps ahead of you at all times. Yeah. And when you're four steps ahead of Batman, who is 20 steps ahead of everybody, yeah. that's when you know there's a problem. Yes. And that's why I think that the, the new book has been solid. Good. Um, considering it's probably going to all go away yeah. soon. <laughs> Remains to be seen. So that's kind of it for us. It was awesome. We're going to uh, continue this conversation uh, next week because we're going to have Leland on the show again. So that will be great. Word. Yay. Uh, do you, would you like to tell everyone where they can find you? Uh, you can check out me and my co-hosting partner, Spooky, on movieissues.com uh, or, you know, movieissues. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sister podcast, this. It, more of the same bullshit, but more movie-related, yes. less comic booky. Yeah, we like to keep things all compartmentalized. I mean, there's a lot of comic book talk on it but it's comic book movie talk there you go that's right which we do as well too there's a crossover involved so the the good time you can hear about us rant about Aquaman on that one in more detail and vulgarler was that a more vulgar vulgarler vulgarler I'm making that a word now I think it's a good word I think we're going to use it as for comic issues, you can find us on all the social media. You guys know how social media works. You know, find us on Facebook and the Twitter. Uh, Instagram is a thing we also do. The Google Plus. We have a Tumblr account, but we don't use it very much. But if you're a Tumblr happy person and want to show us how it works, that'd be awesome. You can send us an email at comicissues at gmail.com. Or you can find all of our content, including the Night Vale recap that I do with Catherine. That's at comic-issues.com. How is that? Anthony always does that when he's here. Did I do okay? I I fuck it up every week. Every 175 week? episodes. I don't think I've ever gotten the email yeah, yeah. out correctly. Well, that's It's tough with us because it's comic-issues.com for yeah. the website and comic-issues at gmail.com. I just always so, say, you know, write us a Gmail. Yeah. And I, I forget that you got to tell people well, the address. In my mind, I'm like, well, you figured it fucking out. You're moving issues at Gmail. I mean, <laughs> Seriously. On. Just Google yeah. comic yeah. issues. You're going to find <laughs> us. We're there. We're the it's only good. one. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> But until next week, I'm Elizabeth Wallace with Leland from Movie Issues and Good Geekin'.